25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Everywhere, all the walls begin to fall when you 
a.m. in the a.m. That's Story Israel done by uh, Yehuda here on a, a Wednesday morning broadcast. Uh, before that, we had the... Uh, oh, actually, I should get to the playlist before I try to tell you what we had before that. There we go. <laughs> Dudi Meshi with uh, Bo Nashir. You heard Vayihi done by Shlemi Daskal. Gerchen Veroba's Ani Israel. Kol Yimei Chayai, that was Benny Friedman. The Moshav Band with World on Fire, one of a kind. That's eighth day. Milech Cohen had Bederech. Matana and Nakuda Tova done by Levi Cohen. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this 15th of June, day number 16 in the month of Sivan, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. Tonight, our dear friend Robert Katz has the grand opening of his uh, Bergen County Sports Cards store. That's happening on West Main Street in Bergenfield, New Jersey tonight. And um, looking forward to uh, being there, wishing him the best of luck as uh, he embarks on this brand new pursuit. It's actually been open already, but tonight's the official grand opening. And Rick Barry, the NBA Hall of Famer, is going to be there. So that's really, really cool. And I thank Robert for joining me yesterday. We went through the details on our broadcast yesterday right here at JM in the AM. Later in this broadcast... Rabbi Usher Resnick. The name of the book is Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice, Grappling with Divine Justice. It's a Mosaic Oppress release. It is an unbelievable book. Um, that's all I'll say at the moment. Gives an incredible perspective on the faith and trust in the uh, one above. And we'll examine it in hour number three this morning right here at JM in the AM. So we'll have that for you coming up. And, of course, plenty more, as we like to say, including some amazing music and more. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Special shout-out to Trucker Yitz. It's obvious from his app comments during the early part of the morning uh, before 6 a.m. You won't see them on the app now because it's part of the uh, before 6 a.m. slot, but you'll... uh, if you would have seen it, you'll see that he's on the road with quite a load this morning, enjoying our, <coughs> excuse me, JMN broadcast. So a special shout out to Trucker Yitz from all of us here at the JM in the AM. More coming up. It's Wednesday. Tell everybody you know to tune us in. They'll love it. Uh, don't forget we have a live lunch with the Yussies Y at 11 a.m. Eastern time and plenty more on a Wednesday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. JMN AM continues with Yaakov Shweki.
Oh, oh, oh. 
with Yaakov Shweki, his uh, Hasidish set from the Elevate album, brand new here at JM in the AM. Yehuda before that. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, later on, Rabbi Resnick's going to join us. The brand new book is out, and uh, it is called Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice. It is a... Uh, an amazing exploration of uh, Amuna and Bitachon, faith and trust in the one above. It really is amazing. And we will discuss it with him in hour number three this morning right here at JM in the AM. Simple as that. 15th of June, 16th of Sivan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Yesterday I had a discussion with somebody about summer plans and some of our programming that's going to be happening over the summer months. We um, we are in the midst of doing all that planning as we speak. Some exciting stuff coming up, as you would suspect. Or at least the way it looks, there'll be some exciting stuff coming up. Golly, it's on the background. Our news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course, on a Wednesday here at JM&AM. Again, congratulations to our dear friend Robert Katz. Tonight he opens up officially, although it's open already, but the grand opening of Bergen County Sports Cards. At 65 West Main Street in Bergenfield, New Jersey, NBA Hall of Famer Rick Barry is going to be in attendance. And we wish Robert the best of luck from all of us here at JM in the AM. Golly, it's all the background. Golly, it's all Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast is next here at JM in the AM. <laughs> Don't forget, Yossi's Wags Live Lunch comes up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on a Wednesday right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Boker Tov from JM the Amp. Yerushalayim Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. האלימות נגד צוותים רפואיים, תושב בר יעקב שנעצר אתמול בחשד לתקיפת רופאת משפחה במרפאה בעיר חשוד בניסיון רצח. מהחקירה עולה כי החשוד הגיע אל קופת החולים על מנת לקבל טיפול רפואי, כאשר בשלב מסוים אחז בפטיש ברזל שהביא עמו ותקף באמצעותו את הרופאה בראשה. ההסתדרות הרפואית תפתח מחר בשביתה כללית בת יומיים בכל בתי החולים ומרפאות הקהילה בעקבות המשך מקרי האלימות. 
סגנית יושבת ראש איגוד רופאי המשפחה, דוקטור יעל גילרמן, שוחחה עם אמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל. המציאות הולכת ונהיית יותר ויותר קשה בהיבטים האלה, ואנחנו לגמרי חשים חשופים בצריח, אנחנו ממש קו ראשון לאלימות, והגיע הזמן לתת לזה איזשהו מענה. השביתה היא פשוט דרך להעלות את זה קצת... לתודעה, הסביבה הופכת להיות בלתי אפשרית, ודי, אי אפשר יותר. שר החוץ לפיד אומר בתדרוך כתבים לציון שנה בתפקידו, ביקור ביידן עשוי להביא לחימום היחסים בין ישראל לסעודיה. עם עיקרי התדרוך כתבנו יניר קוזין. לקראת ביקורו של הנשיא ביידן אמר לפיד כי צפויים להיות שיפורים ביחסים בין ישראל לסעודיה. לפיד התייחס גם למאבק בגרעין האיראני ואמר הנושא האיראני צריך לחזור למועצת הביטחון ולהחזרת כל העיצומים, הסנקציות על איראן, מאחר והשלבים הקודמים מולם נכשלו. בעניין אזהרת המסע לטורקיה אמר שר החוץ כי לא מתוכננות אזהרות מסע ליעדים אחרים, אך האחריות מוטלת על כל אחד ואחת. הדחייה והריסת בית המחבל עד לאחר ביקור ביידן בישראל. ראש הממשלה בנט דרש לבחון מחדש את הריסת הבית ועצר את הפעולה. כך פרסם הבוקר כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון דורון קדוש. מלשכת ראש הממשלה נמסר, ביתו של המחבל ייהרס. מערכת הביטחון מבצעת כל פעילות מבצעית בכל זירה, בהתאם לשיקולים מבצעיים רחבים. כוחות הביטחון ימשיכו לפעול בכל מקום שיידרש, בהתאם לצורך ולהקשר המבצעי, כך בנט. בליכוד הגיבו לדברים ומסרו, בנט כובל את צה"ל, פוגע בהרתעה שלנו, הוא מסכן את ביטחון ישראל רק בשביל ההישרדות הפוליטית שלו. את בית המחבל חייבים להרוס ומיד. כפי שפורסם בגלי צה"ל, ועדת החקירה לצוללות תפרסם מחר את מתווה פעילותה. עם הפרטים כתבנו לענייני משפט, אביתר בר-און. כחצי שנה אחרי שהוחלט על הקמתה, ועדת החקירה הממלכתית צפויה לפרסם מחר בשעות הצהריים את מיקום דיוניה בתדירותם. המדינה צריכה לעדכן את בג"ץ תוך חמישה ימים בהתקדמות פעילות הוועדה, בעקבות עתירה של התנועה לאיכות השלטון. מוקדם יותר השבוע חבר הוועדה, האלוף במילואים אברהם בן שושן, הודיע על פרישה. כעת נשיאת בית המשפט העליון חיות שוקדת על מציאת מחליף או מחליפה. אלופת המדינה בכדורגל מכבי חיפה תפגוש את אלופת יוון אולימפיה קוס במסגרת הסיבוב השני של מוקדמות ליגת האלופות. המשחק הראשון ייערך ב-19 או ב-20 ביולי בסמי עופר ומשחק הגומלין שבוע לאחר מכן ביוון. כתב חדשות הספורט מעיין קלמנסון מוסיף שבעוד זמן קצר ישתתפו מכבי תל אביב, הפועל באר שבע ומכבי נתניה בהגרלת הקונפרנס ליג. מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Lave to Heart. It's called Gamzula Tova here at JM in the AM. Micha Gammerman with a, a double play before that. Yeb is said there and Rock Lahodot. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Well, we were discussing the, uh, I don't know if we did this this morning yet, but we certainly have earlier in the week. We discussed these rumors about the status of the Israeli government. <laughs> and I don't know why I find this so funny, frankly. Uh, this part I didn't find funny. It's the second part that I, that I found funny. The first part is that uh, there will be a bill. Um, where are we here? The Likud, the Likud party intends to bring a bill to dissolve the Knesset and initiate an election next Wednesday. If Yamina rebel near Orbach votes for the bill, there would be a majority, but Orbach does not want to crown alternate prime minister Yair Lapid. According to the coalition agreement, Lapid would automatically become prime minister of a caretaker government during an election and until a new government would be formed. The current government was brought down by two MKs from Bennett's camp, Orbach and Edith Silman, former coalition chairwoman. Um, if the bill passes, an election will be held on the first Tuesday after 90 days. That does not fall on a holiday or a holiday eve, and that would be October the 25th. I think, um, when is Simchus Torah here? The 18th of October, if I'm not mistaken? Bennett's governing, governing coalition would, will be defeated in every vote that will take place in the Knesset on Wednesday due to rebellious MKs from four different parties. Wednesday's the day the Knesset votes on bills presented by the opposition. The coalition is expected to boycott all the votes in an effort to minimize the humiliation from the losses, as it did in the only vote in the Knesset plenum on Monday. No bills were brought to a vote on Tuesday. So, again, um, I don't know exactly how this works, <laughs> although I, I think we, uh, um, I, I think we're somewhat a little bit more knowledgeable about this than a few weeks ago. Uh, but the bottom line is that there is, uh, oh, I was just looking, I knew I was looking up something. I was looking up to see when um, when the um, holiday season ends. Oh, October 18th. And they're talking about the 25th. So a week later, a week after Simchus Torah would be the election. Anyway, that's the story on that end. All right. So that is, um, that, that is uh, going to be brought to the Knesset. Uh, again, we could intends to bring a bill to dissolve the Knesset and initiate an election, which would be October 25th, next Wednesday. That's a week from today. That wasn't the part that I was laughing about, frankly. The, the, the headline that I was laughing about, it says that according to Lapid, who's going to be the new prime minister under a caretaker government, President Biden will visit Israel even if the coalition collapses. And the reason I found that to be funny is because I, I can only imagine what that conversation was like between Washington and Jerusalem. I mean, was was that actually a consideration? Like, is a, is a government is a is a foreign government saying to the United States government that we are in a state of affairs where when you're planning on showing up, uh, things might look very different than they do now? I, I just found that funny. Anyway, the article says U.S. President Biden will visit Israel regardless of the government's instability. This, according to a foreign minister, Yair Lapid, asked if he's confident the coalition will still be standing when Biden is expected to arrive on July 13th. He said, I don't know if I'm confident, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it will. I'm not a political commentator, but I think this government is going to be there to welcome Biden on the red carpet. And then Lapid said he's certain the president will be here no matter what. And I guess that's what prompted the headline 
that he'll visit, meaning the prime minister, meaning the president of the United States will visit even if the coalition collapses. So that's the latest from Israel. I guess over the next week, we got to pay even more attention to what's happening in the Knesset, and we will see uh, if, in fact, there's going to be a uh, a change in the Israeli government. If there is an election, based on what's supposed to happen next Wednesday, if there is an election, then uh, it will happen on October the 25th, according to... Uh, according to the latest uh, news on that, which would be one week after the holidays. Boy, that would call for one amazing holiday season, huh? <laughs> you could say that again. Be very, very interesting. Uh, speaking of Israel, I have to take this opportunity to thank our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum. Uh, yesterday was the unveiling of... Um, Mayor Weingarten's Matseva, his tombstone, and there was a beautiful gathering at um, the cemetery in Israel. And um, Ralph and B. Rosenbaum, who are now vacationing in Israel, went, and it was not an easy journey to get from where they are uh, to the Beit Shemesh Eretz Achaim Cemetery, but they did it, and they wrote on the app yesterday, I went to Mayor's unveiling here in Israel and Beit Shemesh. Very moving. An individual spoke who misses the give and take he had with Mayor. Boy, I can relate to that. I also met uh, Shira Kupfer, daughter of Kenny Miller, who was representing her father. Also in attendance was Kolachai, who sang as a tribute to Mayor. I did not know Mayor personally, but listening to him on the network, I was moved. My wife and I are vacationing here, but decided to go to the unveiling. Thank you, Nahum, for mentioning it on the air. I with I with all of your listeners say Tadaraba for the Nahum Siegel Network. Ralph B. I don't know what to say. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Shalai, 
Brand new RJ2 here at JM in the AM. That's uh, Shiavo is the name of that one. Here on a, uh, oh, what is today, Wednesday? Wednesday, <laughs> I keep getting confused. Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks for listening from around the world. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Amram Adar with Jerusalem before that. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Hey, remember when you go to artscroll.com, there's a rule and that's uh, use promo code radio. When you go to promo, when you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. By the way, you'll notice on the website, Artscroll has announced as thousands are learning Mishnah Yomi, the two Mishnah a day study program. Remember that, um, where are we here? I just lost my place. Sorry. Remember that. The new Masechta begins today, and the free download's available if you go to um, artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com, and again, the um, the new uh, download is available. So check it out. Also, um, Rabbi Yisrael Besser is going to join us tomorrow. The brand-new book is called Exalted Moments. Uh, stories and inspiration ignite the magical first moments of Shabbos. It's literally a book about the first things that we do when Shabbos starts. And frankly, as I'm sure I'll point out tomorrow, I didn't realize how many things we do when Shabbos starts. I don't know if you have. Anyway, it's a brand new book. Rabbi Yisrael Bester. He joins us in the eight o'clock hour tomorrow. You can order right, right now by going to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use Promo code radio. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zevin of Yosef Alevi, Zechanishmas Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in a Mishnah in Perkyavos, Kachi Darkoshel Torah. This is the way of Torah. Paspa Melech Toichal, eat bread with salt, Maim Bimsura Tishta, and water in measure, Vyal Haaretz Tishan and be accustomed to sleeping on the ground. The Mishnah tells us the lifestyle and the conduct of one who wishes to study Torah. We can understand the idea of eating bread and salt. If a person is satisfied with bread, then he's not going to crave tantalizing food, and he's going to be able to learn undisturbed. But the Zerah Shimshon asks the question, the other two requirements... It's more difficult to understand. To drink water in small measure. Water is free. It's available to everyone, even somebody who is impoverished. And to sleep on the ground. Everyone has something to sleep on. Even the poorest person has a thin mattress, some straw. Why does he need the tsar of sleeping on the ground? Hashem commanded Yechezkel to foreshadow the siege of Yerushalayim. Since B'nai Yisrael had been rejecting the Nevoah, the prophecy of Yirmiyahu, up till this point. Hashem decreed on Yechezkel Novi that he should lie on his side for 390 days. It was to atone 
for the Averis, the sins of Klal Yisrael, and then to lie on his right side for another 40 days to be Mechaper, to atone for the Averis of Yehuda. Yechezkel would be allotted meager rations of food and drink. He was instructed to use a small vessel so that he could only drink a small amount. He was unable to quench his thirst at one time. The Zerashimshan explains that a person should accustom himself to life without luxuries, a life with slight discomforts, in order that he should be able to learn undistracted by the pursuit of amenities. By resisting the temptation to indulge in a vast array of foods, by measuring that which we drink, and by being satisfied with meager furnishings, one will have more time to focus on his tafkid, his purpose in this world, and that is to live a life that is chayim ruchniyim, a spiritual life. The altar of Navarduk was once served delicatessen, deli. He liked it. However, from that day on, he refused to have it again. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Shame, 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 shame,
JM in the AM with Zusha. That's brand new with Kos Yeshuos here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Simcha Liner's Home. That's brand new. Give a Smile, done by Barry Weber. Harel Tal had the Atta here at JM in the AM. want to give a special shout-out to listener Steve, who I'm told was uh, tuned into our broadcast and might still be um, this morning at the Young Israel of Forest Hills. A special hello to listener Steve. And to everybody, the Young Israel of Forest Hills, who are uh, newfound friends of ours here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. want to remind you later today, it's going to be a live lunch with Yassi Zweig. He'll be on 11 until 1, 11 a.m. Eastern time until 1 p.m. Um, so tune in. Make sure to be tuned in. Feel free to comment on the app. Be in touch in that way. Um NSN app for Android and iPhone. J.A. Mora says, Mazda of all the graduates, young and old, uh, over at uh, Kushner. Special shout-out to preschoolers and Yeshiva Chavetz Chaim TA of Baltimore. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it was a different one that had the uh, Mazel Tov for the graduates at Kushner. Mazel Tov will start again. Told the graduates, young and old. Special shout-out to my preschoolers and Yeshiva Chavetz Chaim TA of Baltimore. Shine a little light in their honor. It is their absolute favorite. Oh, shine a little light. Ooh, can we get that one? Let's see if we can dig that one up. Um, is that the Benny Freeman? I'm assuming it's the Benny Freeman song. If it is, then we'll hopefully have it for you here at JM in the AM. I am assuming that it is the uh, Benny Friedman one here on a JM in the AM broadcast. Hey, I want to take this opportunity to wish both the Friedman family and the Friedman family a mazel tov on last night's wedding. Uh, Hershey and Rifke were married last night. A special mazel tov uh, to Rabbi and Mrs. Abe Friedman and again to the extended Friedman mishpacha. Um, I was hoping to be able to make it there last night. Was not able to, but want to wish them the very, very best to the Hassan and Kala, Hershey and Rifke, and of course... Uh, to their wonderful parents from all of us here at JM 
in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up. If you keep it here on a Wednesday, and I believe this is the selection. If not, then let me know through the app if I uh, if I uh, don't have the right one. But I think this is the one from Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. Oh, there we go at JM in the AM.
from the brand new album Freed Project Relax, volume number two here at JM in the AM. Before that, Fill the World with Lights. That was Benny Friedman. Apparently, that was not the song <laughs> that was requested, which I think we found the Shine a Little Light uh, Jewish music video we have here. Um, Rabbi Yitzi Horowitz, of course, is the one who uh, composed it, and we'll try to do that next coming up here at JM in the AM. Also, don't forget, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Rabbi, Rabbi Usher Resnick's going to join us. Pain is a reality. Suffering is a choice. It's his brand-new book. We'll talk about it here at JM in the AM. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, listener Tikva says, call a kavod Ralph. Yes, if you've read the app, then you know what she means by that. Call a vote is right. Listener Klein says, can we have a new election here in the United States? That's pretty funny. Um, AGI says, congratulations to my granddaughter and grandson upon the graduation. My granddaughter's graduating elementary. My grandson's graduating high school. Wow. Mazal tov. Keep it coming. All these amazing mazal tov wishes. Why not? Speaking of that, by the way, as we keep in mind uh, this time of year and uh, what's happening, it's, a, it's an important uh, period of time to keep in mind our dads and grads. After all, with Father's Day coming up and all these graduations happening, and boy, we announced a lot of great graduations recently, and all the Hassanam and Kalas that are out there. You know, for the next month still, until we get to Shavasar Batamos, there'll be a lot of weddings, lots of engagements, a lot of great simchas. Keep in mind our friends at shopeichlers.com. It's an amazing gift location online, on your desktop, on your phone, with a million great items in so many different great categories. And, of course, same-day delivery to the majority of neighborhoods and communities in New York and New Jersey. And that is a tremendous help for so many people who wait to the last minute, especially, that's right, <laughs> with Father's Day right around the corner, you may actually want to take advantage of that same-day delivery to get what you need uh, where it needs to be ASAP. ShopEichlers.com, everybody. ShopEichlers.com. Check it out. Go to the web. See all their categories. Pick out the right gift for that graduate, for that father out there, and uh, you'll know you're all set. ShopEichlers.com, proud sponsor of the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsor digital radio around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com on the Nahum Siegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Can't you see I'm trying to be all that you want of me but it's so cold now it's so dark here what could i do it's not very If I'm a little light, you're a little light Together we are so very bright A little light here, a little light there See the smiles, it's so very clear Shine the little light, show us the way
JM in the AM with Lanetzach. That's uh, Yoni Z here at JM in the AM. Barry Weber before that. Song is entitled uh, Bechol Ace. That's brand new uh, here at JM in the AM. Um, yeah. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Feel free to do that. And again, I want to thank everybody who um, was in touch with us. I didn't realize how many, not that it was that many, but it was <laughs> any number, frankly, is a significant number of people who were at Mayor Weingarten's uh, unveiling in the Beit Shemesh yesterday at the Eretz Haim Cemetery. I uh, just want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody Kramer again for the special shear, which Avrami tells us that we, Avrami tells me we're going to uh, uh, put up on our website, so you'll be able to access that, and we'll let you know exactly how to do that. Uh, very, very special what's happened over the last couple of days in memory of Mayor. And again, much appreciated. JM and the AM on a, a Wednesday morning. I've been telling you that Rabbi Usher Resnick's book, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is a game changer, a life changer. Um, I found it to be fascinating. Uh, I am one who appreciates good works, uh, both uh, written and audio, when it comes to Amuna and Bitacha, when it comes to faith and trust in the one above. And this one is... Uh, is right up there with some of the absolute best material available, and I want to highly recommend it. It is a Mosaic Press release. Uh, it's distributed by Feldheim. I'll give you the website where it's available as well. Uh, it's called Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice, Grappling with Divine Justice, written by Rabbi Usher Resnick. In response to the devastating news of his two-year-old daughter's leukemia, her years of illness, and her subsequent passing at the age of 14, Rabbi Usher Resnick has devoted decades of study to comprehend and share the Jewish perspective on grappling with divine justice. Rabbi Usher Resnick, an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. Rabbi, are you there? I'm here, yeah, yeah. A pleasure and an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. The name of the book, Pain is a Reality and Suffering is... Uh, pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice. Pain is a Reality. Does that pain ever go away? Based on the introduction, obviously what happened to your family happened years ago. How would you describe the pain now as opposed to how acute it must have been years ago? Yeah. So someone doing a shiva compared losing a child to an amputation which I think is a very appropriate metaphor. You can live a good quality life without a limb. 
but you never feel the limb is there. In other words, you, you get to the point, there's no such thing as, as time takes everything, makes everything better. You get used to the point of the fact this is a reality in your life, and it's a missing piece, but you deal with it and you move forward, just like Jews have dealt with challenges all throughout their history. Uh, not to be disrespectful, but but I'm sure everyone wants me to ask this question. W- were you able to have that type of attitude and approach as all this was going on, as your daughter's illness was progressing, and then eventually after her passing? Is this only an attitude that you could speak about years later, or were you able to have the strength to have that type of approach even back then? I'll tell you something really interesting. It's something that I experienced, and there was another person, another colleague in my judicial tour, who experienced the same thing, who was also going through a very difficult situation. We found that when we got good news from the doctors, then God became a little bit less uh, central to our life. When we got more challenging news, God became very central to our life. And I found that the more challenging the news was, the more Hashem became central to everything I was doing, everything I was thinking about. And the truth is, since the, the Petira, then it doesn't, there's nothing changes because the reality is the reality. Right. But it's something which I can tell you, there hasn't been a single day over the last almost 20 years. I haven't thought about my daughter multiple times. And it's something which has changed my life in a very dramatic way, in a way that in many ways, uh, you know, painful, but in many ways, enlightening and elevating. Uh, could one say in a positive way, or you would you would stick with the adjectives you just used? Well, look, you know, a, a religious Jew recognizes Donald Zlatova. Right. So, of course, it's a positive. And, and our understanding is that the end of the whole process of a person's life, or the end of history, will see all the positives. I can definitely tell you many, many things. I mean, for example, this book wouldn't exist. My ability to help people through the book wouldn't exist if not for that. No one would say, I'm, oh, I'm happy it happened, but once it happened, yeah, that, that's my whole point. It's a reality, and then you choose how you deal with it in terms of whether you allow it to destroy you or you try to move forward and, and elevate yourself through the challenge. Do you uh, do you understand those who allow, and I'm talking about religious people or those in the religious community as well, not just non-believers. Do you understand how um, how some people would react in a completely opposite manner than what you just described? Definitely. I definitely can understand that. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a physical decision. It's a very hard situation. And... It's remarkable, actually, one of the things I speak about in the book is the Torah attitude is extremely flexible in understanding about trauma to the point where the Gemara tells us even if a person, God forbid, blasphemes and lashes out, there's no, there's no onus for that. We learn that from Eos. So I can definitely understand that. It's a massive nifayon, and a person has to uh, do their best in the situation. And one thing for sure, you never judge anyone who went to a museum like this. I'm, I'm certainly not going to do that. Yeah. Rabbi Usher Resnick is with us live via telephone. The book is Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice, Grappling with Divine Justice. Um, how does one go about choosing? If suffering is a choice, how does one go about 
uh, making the choice of whether to suffer and how to suffer? I think the first step is to recognize that there's a choice. We live in a time where there's an attitude that there is no choice. Free will becomes extremely constricted. So the first step is to recognize there is a choice. I'm not a, I'm not a helpless victim. I'm a human being. I can make choices. Another thing I would t- say is if you look at Jewish history, Jews have gone through incredible difficulties, collectively and individually, all throughout history. And we moved forward, and we were able to live our lives. Look at, look at, I mean, I'm not comparing myself to a Holocaust survivor, but a person who went through such horrific situations, some people made uh, choices to move forward in a positive way, and, and other people were able, able to do that. So it's a crucial, I think, in, in general, one of the things that's very important is the book is not meant only for severe trauma. Right. It's meant to be something which is relevant for anybody. Everybody deals with challenges and difficulties. Yeah. In fact, the more tells us if you go 40 days without difficulties, you're in big trouble because God wrote you off. So no right. one has, virtually nobody has no challenges in life. And, and, you and, have to and, recognize that person. And one person's slightly difficult episode is another person's trauma, frankly. I mean, you know, people react differently yeah. to things that 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 happen uh, that go on. So it's funny. Uh, I mean, I am sure you heard my introduction. I I I read the book. I found it extremely meaningful, and I found it to be a a great book for emuna and bitachon, trace uh, trust and belief in the one above. Um, it, am I right that that, or is it unfair for me to say? that somebody who allows the suffering to get to them or someone who remains down after a traumatic episode is a, is lacking in Amunah B'Tachon, or you wouldn't put it that simply? I would definitely not say that. I would definitely not say that. I would say it's a, it's a every Nisayon has to be evaluated by the person, given their situation, given their background. You know, Rebbe Dester very famously speaks about the Kudushal Bakira. This is a massive nitayon, and someone who's not able to do this is something that ultimately we don't judge people, only God judges people. But I would say for sure it does not reflect on a person's, uh, does not necessarily reflect on a person's pitachon. It reflects on a person's just uh, the trauma. They're just not able to put, to put their life back together in the way that it was. Um, so, no, I, I would I, it's, there's two things. We, we see in the Oleno, uh three times a day. Yedata hayom, el You should know and put it on your heart. There's two separate things. There's my intellectual awareness, and then there's the emotional connection that I make with that awareness. That's a free will decision. A person can have a massive degree of bitachon and a massive degree of emunah, but just they can't make the connection to the lays, and that's something which God will evaluate. And and I think I think it's a big mistake for someone to then say, "Oh, it must be that this person is lacking in something." So when someone's angry at God after you know a traumatic experience, it, it, it sounds to me like one can be intellectually a balmamin as you're putting it, or cerebrally, you know, in their head, but but their heart just hasn't come around yet. Would that be a way of uh, expressing it? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And 
And I think that sometimes it, it takes time, that's for sure. That the time is in order to absorb the trauma. I can tell you from my wife and I, it was a major change after the first year. And that says all tell us. After, after 12 months, there's a certain degree of, of intensity of the loss, which is a little bit diminished. Right. So, and then as time went on, as time went on, you know, it's interesting that the, the, I wrote the book, I put the, the chapters in the same order as I presented them on my daughter's yard site. With every chapter basically is what I spoke about either right before or on the yard by my daughter over the past many years. And I, the chapter are the exact order of how that happened. You'll see by looking at the chapters, the stages that I myself went through. There was a certain point where I was dealing with anger, and then another stage I was dealing with Nakama, and another stage I wanted to understand Olam Haba, and then I was curious about uh, Gilgulim. So there were different stages that I myself went through, and a person has to themselves go through the stages as is appropriate for them. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, the one-year mark, I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've had episodes in my life where the one-year mark, as you said, uh, uh, certainly is significant and uh, does change things uh, in a very interesting manner sometimes. Uh, Rabbi Usher Resnick is with us. Pain is a reality. Suffering is a choice. You speak about the benefits of Yisurim. Now, a moment ago, you said that if we are not challenged by God on a daily basis, then you know, I think you said it was the Talmud that says that uh, you know one one should want to be challenged by God because if not, then he then what what is it that he's ignoring you or or the Gemara team says if a person goes forty days without any challenges or difficulties, then it's a terrible sign. It's virtually as if God wrote them off. But difficulties so, are but difficulties are different than Yisurim. Yisurim, to me, means I, I, I mean, can we use the word punishment or, or 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 you know, challenging situations that are very painful? You know, we look at Yisurim as a reaction to our behavior, a reaction to uh, you know, to a reality out there. Um, so one, as you just indicated, that's true. But by the way, there there are cases of Yisurim, there's plenty of cases of Yisurim that are disconnected from our mistakes in the past. And if I own, for example, no one says that Hashem gave Avram the Akeda because he did something wrong. Right. That was an opportunity for him to actualize some potential. So it's not, it's a mistake to say that only that every aspect of Yisurim is a response to something wrong that I did. Right. That's Under something which is not a, a proper perspective. Right. Understood. But my question is, uh, I understand that, you know, one one should want to have these these nisionos, these tests from the one above for the reasons you just mentioned and what our tradition tells us. But must one have Yusurim as well? Because you have a chapter on the benefits of Yusurim. And I'm wondering if, uh, if, if, number one, they are necessary. Does one have to have Yusurim the same way one would wish to always have nisionos from the one above? And and what are the benefits of those Yusurim, of those what we normally translate as punishments? Yeah, yeah, right. So, so first of all, um, when it comes to Yusurim, there's a whole range. And the Gemara himself actually asked the question, what's the most mild situation which could be called Yusurim? And it, just, it says the final example it gives, someone puts his hand in his pocket to take out three coins. He actually only took out two coins. Let's put his hand back in his pocket to get the third coin. <laughs> that Even that minor little bit of inconvenience, that's also called Yusurim. 
And interestingly, if a person pays attention to those minor events, then perhaps they can get the same growth and the same impact they don't need, perhaps, a more challenging situation. We often ignore the little things, and we only pay attention when we get hit over the head. So we should ideally try to pay attention and grow and learn from even the more minor issues. And that means that even the... interesting and that means- about, the, about the chapter, about the, the benefits. When I was preparing that particular year, I do the research, I didn't even talk about it, the title. But I thought that anyone who hears the title, and then this is your friend, will be angry at me <laughs> for my perceived indifference and my perceived insensitivity. I get Only that. Only after I finished it, I thought about it. I get but that. It's remarkable because that's the poor attitude. You look at the, at, the, at the sources, the Torah says that's the main reason given is for our benefit. And then, of course, we understand. Shem runs the world. He's trying to help. He's not trying to hurt us. He loves us too much to want to hurt us. Exactly. It's like a parent. And, then that, and that's the main source that I talk about over and over. The, the, the verse in, um, in uh, Devarim, chapter 8, verse 5. You should know with your heart that just like a parent gives your serum to his child, so God, your Lord, gives you your serum. And based on that, we see there's no possible way to translate your serum to suffering. No one would say you should know that just like a parent causes his child to suffer, God calls you to suffer, obviously it means it's painful challenges from God's love for our benefit. That's what the Torah is telling us very clearly. Rabbi Usher Resnick is with us. The book is called Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice, Grappling with Divine Justice. We're highly recommending it. Um, so even so, you would say that even with these minor episodes that occur, you, you mentioned the situation with the coins in the pocket, even these minor things or messages from the one above um, should uh, encourage one to analyze their deeds and their life. I, I would imagine that when some when someone goes through a tragic and and uh, and life changing experience, as you and your family did, one of the automatic things that one does is start to analyze what they are or are not doing. But you're saying that one of the benefits of these serum is that even when one goes through one of these minor episodes or a small little thing that happened to them, if they paid more attention to it, they, they should go ahead and analyze, even in that situation, uh, what it is that, they are, uh, that, that they're doing and not doing in their life. Yes, yes, but I would say you have to do it in moderation because otherwise I'm never getting anything done. Right. <laughs> every time I miss the bus or I step my toe... And I won't, care, won't accomplish anything. But occasionally, occasionally think about this little minor thing. I wonder why that happened. What can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? Yeah. Uh, a lot of chapters in the book, a lot of interesting themes. As you said, they're based on, on Shiram and lectures. So obviously, each one had its own had its own uh, a point and its own conclusion. Um, so we can't go through every chapter, but but you need to address for me the chapter that you wrote about why painful things happen to good people because there's a perspective in this world, and I think it's important for this audience to hear this. There's a perspective in this world about things happening, uh, things that happen to good people in general. In fact, it was a, a really hot topic at one point in, um, uh, in, in recent history in this country. Um, and you have a a unique and what I would call um, uh, much more uh, Jewish and Torah perspective on it. Could you describe uh, how you approach this topic about painful things happening to quote unquote good people? Okay. Well, first of all, I I say that 
there's a, there's a, a really remarkable fact that people think the whole topic of painful difficulties in this world, Yisurim, is perhaps the biggest reason people don't believe in God and religion. Right. And I actually, in the book about the fact that that's actually, because people are asking the question and they're, and they're expecting things shouldn't happen like that, that actually shows people do believe in God and, 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 and have a connection to, to religion through that. That's something we've yet to see in the book more to see it more spelled out. Right. But in terms of actually explaining it, so first of all, I divide into a few, a few parts. The first part is, why is there any pain and difficulty in the world at all? And the answer to that is we made bad choices. In Gan Eden, there was no pain, there was no pain for Yisurim. There was no death and no difficulty. We didn't have to work for a living. So we made bad choices, and we continue making bad choices till today. That's why they're in the world now. Now, why is it that we see that sometimes good people have difficulties and sometimes bad people have benefits? But that I speak about the idea that there's an element of free will which has to be maintained, otherwise our lives have no meaning and no purpose. And that's something, again, you need to read the book to see how that all plays out. I found it, fasc- um, I found it fascinating, and we should point out it's a different approach than the you know, than what, what people in this country are used to on this topic. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I want to say very important, I think one of the most important things about the book is it's not me speaking, it's the Torah speaking. There's over 600 sources that are used, that are drawn upon, classical sources that are the basis for the book. And that means it's not any one particular person that's saying it. It's the Torah. It's classical sources. It's the Maral. It's, it's Rev Dessler, it's the Gomorrah, it's the Medrash. It's, it's Judaism speaking here. It's not anyone's personal opinion about what is the proper approach here. So, yeah, so I would imagine that it's definitely different than people are used to, because people haven't really thought about these things in a very deep way, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's, in that's, general, we need these different topics. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, the book is available. I know it's available on the website, jewishclarity.com. We should mention the website um, uh, is not only about the book, but as many articles and, um, and and different things that people will find interesting and enlightening. Uh, again, jewishclarity.com, and the book is available there. Is it available at other uh, locations or sources as well, or is that it for now? Yes, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Tell them it's distributed, and at this point, it should be in all the major bookstores, all the major Jewish bookstores. Um, again, Feldheim distributes it. It's a mosaic of press release. Jewishclarity.com is the website, and uh, it should be available, as Rabbi Resnick just said, in all of the major Judaica stores, and we're highly recommending it. Uh, tell me, give me a word about the website in addition to, you know, it, it being an opportunity for people to buy the book. What will people find there? Well, the, the common denominator on the website is what I would call Yesodi Amuna, foundational material for basic belief. There's proofs of God, proofs of Torah, some classical issues, and also perspectives on mitzvot and 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 hagim. But it's all coming from a from a foundational perspective. I'm very fortunate that I had a very close relationship with my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Noach Weinberg's Torah, Rosh Hashiva Yisrael Torah. Um, I speak in the book about the fact he's the very first firm Jew I ever spoke to my entire life. I began my Jewish journey at Asia Torah at the age of 22, and and um, he had a tremendous genius for always being able to, to 
is still out the foundation of things. He didn't just answer a question for the question. He would, he would focus your attention on a foundation, which is the basis for that question. And I try very much to do that on the website, give people foundational material, with the belief in God, Torah, issues, Chagim, and of course, the topics we're talking about here, how to deal with challenges and difficulties in your life. He was the first from Jew you had ever spoken to. Yes. And where are you from, if I may ask? <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles. Interesting. Wow. The first from Jew you ever I, spoke to. I grew up in Los Angeles. I knew I was Jewish. If someone would ask me, are you proud to be Jewish? I probably would have said yes, but I would have had no way to explain why that is. And, and then at the age of 22, so the whole story, how that happened, I bumped into the Rabbi Weinberg, and he, I spoke to him for about an hour, and then eventually I started to learn Torah, and I, you know, it's funny, when I first, before I walked in the door, my thought was anyone who believes in God must be stupid. I couldn't imagine anyone being intelligent and believing in God. And of course, when I was at Asia Torah, that was very quickly uh, shown to me that that's a fallacy. Yeah. He was a brilliant person, and all the people I met in Ishatora were very, very intelligent people. But, uh, but I really began my Jewish journey in Ishatora. Frankly, that may have been, I mean, not that I can evaluate this, and I'm sure he had a million great accomplishments, as we know from the history, but the ability that he had to prove the existence of God to somebody in a, in a short and logical manner I think was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> I, really I was amazed when I walked to the Torah and they told me that we can prove to you that a God. I said, really? I was. I thought there's no way in the world I could do that. And look what happened, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Pain is a reality. Suffering is a choice. Grappling with divine justice. I cannot uh, recommend this book uh it, it, more than I have already done. <laughs> Rabbi Usher Resnick. Rabbi Usher Resnick is the author, um, Mosaic Press, Feldheim distributor, jewishclarity.com. It's in all the major bookstores. Uh, anybody out there dealing with any of these issues, you don't have to, Baruch Hashem, if you don't have any serious uh, episodes in your life, be thankful. But even one who doesn't will find this book enlightening just in terms of the, uh, the, the faith and belief um, that it can uh, strengthen for you in the one above. So check it out. Rabbi Resnick, I got to thank you. I got to thank you for writing the book. I, as you, as you hear, I've gained tremendously from it and I really hope that our listeners take advantage of this fact, uh, pick up the book and gain from it as well. Thank you so much. I, I hope very much that the book expands people's understanding of what they can choose, how much they can choose and how dramatically they can change their life through their choices. Yeah. I think it uh, it certainly will, and I thank you very much. Rabbi Usher Resnick, the book is called Pain is a Reality, Suffering is a Choice. And as you heard him just say, everybody, uh, the book will help one choose. The book will help one uh, evaluate um, how they approach uh, difficult situations and life in general. Pick it up. It'll be well worth it. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. the sweetest song scale the highest mountain don't get me wrong 
These are wonderful things, even significant things. You can strive for wealth, fame, and success, and trust I'll think of you no less. These are wonderful things, even significant things. But nothing in your life will ever be more meaningful than giving of yourself to help another. Wine, paint a masterpiece. Why I think that's fine. These are wonderful things, even significant things. You can study life's deepest mysteries, turn simple words into poetry. These are wonderful things, even significant things. To help another No, nothing in your life Will ever bring more joy to you Than finding a way to share A little piece of your heart Nothing in your life Will ever please the heavens more Showing compassion and love Nothing in your life will ever be more beautiful Nothing in your life, no, nothing in your life Can bring 
Mordechai Shapiro, guest starring on Journeys Volume Number 5 here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added to reduce fat and reduce sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Now remember, dads and grads love grilling. They love it. Take advantage <laughs> this coming Sunday. Make sure you have plenty of A&H hot dogs in your freezer and refrigerator as uh, to, and be, be, be positive that you're prepared for this Sunday. I mean, after all, you don't want to uh, you know, go into uh, a Sunday graduation celebration or Father's Day celebration and not be prepared. A&H, proud sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. Our friends at ArtScroll remind you, ArtScroll.com, always use promo code radio. ArtScroll.com, always use promo code radio. Rabbi Yisrael Besser's brand new book, Exalted Moments, Welcoming Shabbos, Stories, Inspiration, and Insights. We're going to talk about that book tomorrow here at JM in the AM with Rabbi Yisrael Besser. The book is available now. You could order it. And again, we are highly recommending it. Go to ArtScroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Reminder that our good friend Robert Katz, JMNAM longtime staff member, has the grand opening of his Bergen County Sports Cards store tonight with Hall of Fame great Rick Barry. It's happening on West Main Street in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Go to bergencountysportscards.com, bergencountysportscards.com, and we wish Robert the absolute best on that from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up, Yaakov Shweki at JM in the AM. Shalom, Oh, no. 
with that set off of the uh, Elevate album. He calls that the Chuppah set. I want to thank everybody who's been commenting on the app. By the way, a reminder, you can comment on the app during the live lunch. Jesse Zweig's live lunch starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time until 1 o'clock. Join him before that here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Listener Patricia says, Miles to our granddaughter, uh, to granddaughter Ruthie Eisler and all the grads at the Joseph Kushner Yeshiva High School last night. Alyssa says, love to our amazing brother-in-law, Rabbi Usher Resnick from the Teaneck Coltons. He and his wife, Leah, are an ongoing inspiration for all of us. We should have the Coltons stop by here one day in our Teaneck studio. Um, listener Klein says, and cousin Lisa from Atlanta is also applauding Rabbi Resnick's book on such a different topic. Yashikach to the rabbi and his fabulous mishpacha. Uh, listener Seema says, I can't get enough of this song. Beautiful, touching, heartwarming song by Morty Shap. Nothing in your life. And Schwiger says, nothing in your life. This is what you do for Klai Yisrael every single day, giving giving of yourself. Yashikach, and thank you so much. And listener Schwiger, I can't thank you enough for that, especially this morning. I appreciate it greatly. Tomorrow morning on this broadcast, Rabbi Yisrael Besser is going to join us. He's one of my favorite guests, um, and he's going to join us here at JM in the AM. The book is called Exalted Moments, Welcoming Shabbos. We don't realize, and I'm sure I'll mention this at the beginning tomorrow, we don't realize how many moments we have at the beginning of Shabbos. And we'll discuss all of it tomorrow with Rabbi Yisrael Besser. He'll be joining us. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard a listener sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And by the way, the book is in uh, is um, available at Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your discount and free shipping. Artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. The book is called Exalted Moments by Yisrael Besser. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks, Robert Resnick. Thanks to all of you for listening, and thanks um, 
for staying tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network. Yes, he's wide with a Wednesday live lunch starting at 11 a.m. coming up and plenty more. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>